So you've, you know why you're doing the blog, but who's going to read it? And it's key to know who you're writing for. And you don't actually need to write a blog for all of your customers. It could be that your blog is just for people who are either um, super keen about your product, so they want to know the latest details and updates, um, they could just be influencers, so they could be people who work in the same field as you, but not necessarily are customers. And what they can do is help spread your company brand further and wide and help with referral. Um, the way I look at this, really, if we want to understand who will read the blog, is to think about who are we writing for. We think about our best customers, particularly the ones that pay well and they're good referrers. And, and for me, I like them personally. They're friendly. Um, and I've got to understand what they like, what it is about, um, what do we have that we can connect to their need? And we can do that with a persona. And this is often a good way of once you've set out to start a blog, before you do any writing is to understand what it is you're writing about, knowing that particular person. And it becomes easier if you can picture a couple of clients uh, in, in your mind to, um, to think about when you're doing this. I often think about Alex uh, from Communion. Uh, he's he's uh, sort of a not not a typical customer, but a typical style of customer in terms of how how he works. So I often think about Alex and what would be interesting for him, um, and also Eclipse. I I often find a lot of work that we do with them is something that resounds with with many other people. So often thinking about what their needs are and how I can help them can be quite useful. So two of our clients where they're actually slightly different in the way they approach. One's an architect. One uh, specialises in helping. Uh, install and maintain CCTV and other, um, and so that sort of monitoring hardware. So they have different needs and different audience, but in terms of those two two clients, they, um, they're the ones I would focus on if I'm writing or producing anything generally. Um, but what you can do to help you with that process is to produce something called a persona. Now, I know I've gone through this with, with many clients, but it's worth going through again. It's always worth revisiting your persona um, every so often, just to make sure it's up to date, make sure that you're you're really um communicating with the right audience and this is particularly useful if you're contracting out your copywriting so if you're getting someone else to write your blog then you need to make sure they have a really clear idea of who your customer are um so the key things on a persona are the motivation and pain what is it that your customer needs how what what are you what are you producing selling what can you offer them that's going to tie in with their motivations and their pains that the the issues that they have that you can fulfill. It's worth doing that first, because once you know that, that's gonna help in understanding what um, text to write, what um, uh, even, you know, how, how you describe your product. It's really important to understand what issues they have that you can connect with. Once you've got that, the next three things to work on are thinking about awareness, consideration, and decision. So thinking about, how do the pe people become aware of, from you, uh, of you? How do they start considering you as an option, um, even if it's quite a quick consideration process, but how do they consider that product is the right one to buy or your service is the right one to use through to actually deciding? And they're reasonably discrete areas. You can think of awareness almost as the blogging side of things, but it's anything where you're doing to um, gain awareness from that particular customer, whether it's um, blogging, putting those blogs out there, advertising, events, workshops, anything where you're reaching out to people. Um, and you want to think about what you can do to connect with your customers 
who or potential customers who don't know you yet. And you're really using a lot of those that motivation and pain to think about what needs do they have that they're already looking for, that we can put that out there. Particularly valuable blogging. It's where you might look at longer tail keywords and long searches where you're really drilling into a particular idea or problem that you can help solve. Uh, then you move on to consideration, which is really where you are providing information to help them think about whether you're the right product. So that might be comparison. It might be certainly pricing pages. It might be how to use your product. It could be product videos in terms of how it works, testimonials, anything like that really that's going to help move people from knowing you to actually wanting to use your product. Then it's the decision part. What can you do to make buying it easy? What information do they need to know? Um, what, um, um, I'm trying to think of something else, my mind's gone back. Um, pricing again is very important at that point. Um, and it could be further more detailed videos about exactly how that product would work once they've got it in place or how to set it up. And really within those discrete areas, it's thinking about what content you can put out there and provide, whether it be a blog, video, podcast, workshops. Um, it's really looking at that content. So this is something to do first before you do any marketing, uh, really, particularly with a blog, is to think about what the motivation and pain is of your customer or customers if you're going to split them up. And then thinking about the awareness, consideration and decision of that customer and really drilling into it. I know a couple of our customers have gone through exercises like this and uh, they've been very useful and they've come back with lots of information where they've huddled around their team and really tried to understand the customer and just talk about them and try and articulate that into words. But you need to drill down. You need to keep asking the question, why? What is it they're interested in? Is that a true is that a true pain or is they just saying that? And really drill into these because you want to find out the detail. But don't be afraid to start somewhere and then work forward and review it every couple of months until you find that it's something that truly reflects your customer. Um, something that can be useful as well is to use testimonials. So collecting testimonials, um, however you collect them, whether it's through our app, say Hola, or uh, Trustpilot, or you solicit them via email or phone. Uh, collecting testimonials is a really useful way of identifying why people like you and what need you fulfilled in their language, in the words that they use. And that's crucially important. So testimony is a really good way of starting this process off. If you found this podcast interesting, then you might like my marketing club. You can join for free to receive regular tips and advice so you can become more effective in marketing your business. Pro members get access to my live webinars every single month, along with all the previous webinars I've done. It's about two years worth now. There's even a podcast version that you can listen to while you walk the dog. You can find out more by visiting ratherinventive.com slash club. That's ratherinventive.com slash club. Bye for now.